0: Yo, 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 the biggest thug is in the house, y'all, with my black hat and my headphones. Got my coffee, gonna rap to the music, gonna talk to my friend Tim on the Think Different Podcast. Go, Texans, welcome to the Think Different Podcast. Your host, Will TLD, my Mavala dragon. WV Productions, Rafitas is here, that's right, I got like five different personalities, and I'm here today <laughs> with my co-host, my friend, my buddy, my former co-worker at the Apple store, it is Vacation Tim, and why do we call him Vacation Tim? Because he goes away every three weeks. How you doing, Tim?
1: Good, man. Screw this podcast. You should become a rapper.
0: I'm thinking to myself. Imagine going to Sirius XM. You sit there. You're getting interviewed by the people and be like, you know what? I could inspire an entire generation of people. Like I could be Donald Trump too. I
1: don't know if that's a. That I could be Obama too.
0: I mean, I got the hat. <laughs> I got the hat, so I'm on my way.
1: You could be like. Has there ever been a wrestler that has rapped before? I mean, this oh, is a new tons. age kind of thing. Right? Absolutely. There's a guy oh, named There's a
0: guy named Art Truth right now who's like. He ever since he was a kid, John Cena was his biggest fan, even though he's older than John Cena. And he raps oh, to the well, ring all that, the
1: time. That doesn't make sense.
0: It doesn't make it that's the point. He's an idiot. Yeah. So <laughs> welcome everybody to the Think Different Podcast. Thank you for joining us. It is two thousand twenty. The new year has arrived, and we are gonna talk about all of our predictions of what we think is gonna happen, not only for Apple, but also Apple Store. We thought we'd get right back into the Apple Store mix. We kinda laid off it a little bit and we're gonna go right back to it. But make sure you follow us on Instagram, follow us at Think Diff Pod on Twitter, at Think Different Podcast on Instagram, and check us out also. At Facebook.com and check out all of our Facebook interactions. Tim, you have any 2020 uh, resolutions?
1: Yeah, it's just it's just to take more time and enjoy life for what it is.
0: That's good, Tim. That's really good. Uh, everyone's really interested in what you just said. Thank you. I am going to do... Every- I don't even
1: know what it is. I, it just lagged. I didn't, know. I didn't see it. Sorry.
0: So I'm going to do everything I can to not be a dick. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so that's what, that's what uh, my 2020 is going to be about. But enough about me and me, my dickishness. Let's talk about Apple. Now, we skipped the news this week, but I got to tell you, there is a lot of stuff going on at C- uh, CES out there. So check out MacRumors. They do a good job reviewing everything of what's going on at CES. Did you see, the number one thing I saw that stuck out to me was this cooling system that will chill your wine and your Coke within a matter of three to four minutes.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: You put it in this machine, and then there's like a color bar on the outside. It's like all red, then it starts going blue, and once it hits the top, it's complete, and it's completely chilled.
1: That's cool. Yep. I always like seeing the TVs that they make.
0: The TVs are... Here's the thing about TVs... It's so, there's so much stuff, and now the micro LEDs are starting to take over. That's like the number one TV t- style now because micro LEDs are is a better quality image over plasma, over LCD, over anything. And that's becoming the most popular thing. And plus, they're talking about 8K and how they can upscale your footage to make it crisper even though it's being upscaled. And I'm like, ugh, who needs an 8K television?
1: Yeah, right? Like, it just almost gets too...
0: It's very annoying. I I don't get it. I just don't get it, people. I I, I'm just, who, whatever. But CES is still going on as we speak. But look at all the different shows. Dick, look up some YouTube videos of what's going on out there. There is some really cool stuff out there uh, that they're building. LG's out there. Samsung's out there. Hell, Apple's out there for their privacy part of their convention. So they're going to be they're going to be out. They're talking about privacy. I don't know stuff. Whatever.
1: Are your friends uh, DGI there?
0: Oh yeah, my. Oh, so speaking of that. Uh, Amex has decided not to cover it because of physical damage. So I, no. No, so here's this. I asked them, I would need to know specifically where the physical damage is on the device and take pictures of it. Because uh, I want to know. And for, mu- and for weeks, I'm still trying to get my 10% discount on the form. It never went through. I decided just to take the drone back at this point. And here's my plan. I'm going to let everyone know the plan. I hope it's left on my doorstep, because I'll just say... You hope,
1: like, the drone's just left on the doorstep and... And they
0: leave, and that it just stays there, and magically it disappears.
1: I see what you're doing.
0: Yep, and hopefully they'll never listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, because of the timing, and I have a wedding coming up, I did get myself a DJI mini-drone. I figured that's the cheapest drone I could possibly get that could do me the best quality. So I bought that. am going to try it out, see how that works out. And I have my iPhone 11 Pro. I went on a spending spree this year, week. Yeah, man, geez. Jesus. Santa I thought it was good to you. I spent $1,300 on this iPhone with Apple Care and everything. I got the highest possible gig. And next week we'll talk about reviewing it because I want more time with it to get an idea of how I really feel with it. And then we'll uh, discuss the details. And not to mention, we might be getting together this weekend for more YouTube videos. Our plan is to do more YouTube content. We are planning on doing something about how to fix an iMac and then talk about a little about home automation because my home is filled with home automation. I'm automated.
1: (laughs) I'm basically automated.
0: Yep. Tim's not automated yet. He's still trying to get it. He's trying to adapt. He's trying to just have a couch in his home.
1: Yeah, I just have Sonos speakers, which is – they're cool. I mean, I love them. Don't get me wrong, but it's not – full automation
0: no not at all so let's talk about apple in 2020 and let's find out what you think tim let's just make this easy i'm just going to mention one thing and you tell me the one feature that they need to add to this product that you would consider buying or upgrading to
1: yeah i like that okay yeah let's go all
0: right so the first thing i'm going to start off with is the ipad what is the one thing that the ipad needs ...that you would say, I got to get this iPad.
1: I'm not really asking anything else more of from the iPad.
0: And This iPad has... That, it doesn't matter. It could be hardware software. It doesn't matter. Anything you could think of that an iPad needs... ...that your current generation you don't think could do. I already got mine in my head. I'll give you mine, since I already have one.
1: Yeah.
0: And this could be on my current iPad or not. I need to have Final Cut Pro on it. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, here's why. Because Final Cut Pro can run on that machine like I could do things on the iPad it's not going to be my replacement of my 16 inch MacBook Pro there's no way but what it could do is I could store my content in there and maybe do my editing in there and then I'll be able to reference it over to the the computer and that for me, if I need the power behind it, because right now the one that I have is the base model, 9.7 inch one before the new 10.5 came out, I would absolutely sure. get rid of my iPad and go with an iPad Pro, especially that the USB-C does understand external drives. And if they can understand Final Cut files and I can edit on them, then it, that changes the game for me, because then I could start using external drives more for my video content. And that's what I would really like to do.
1: Then does that get into the conversation of your iPad being a replacement for your Mac? No. Is that a step in the right direction?
0: No. I, I'm not ever going to replace an uh, iPad's never going to be my replacement for a Mac ever. There's no way. Okay. It's not possible. Uh, not not I, for my power that I need behind it. I need I need that's I need, true. I need that's the true. graphics card to to really drive it. Maybe in 10 years if they could get the graphics card to be that great, but but right now I there's no chance of that happening.
1: I think I discovered what I want, and it's not a hardware thing; it's more of a software thing. Right now, you're able to do run two apps at the same time, like split screen. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly only Apple-generated applications you can do that with. I want to be able to do that with third-party applications and be able to multitask. They have increased it a lot more since older generations of the iPad OS. I would like to see that better integrate with the third-party mobile apps and stuff like that.
0: And they could do that very easily.
1: Oh yeah, and oh, I think exactly. any
0: iPad could do that. So really, that's more of a software change you're kind of looking for, more so than a, like a physical hardware. Because I think for Final Cut yeah, yeah, Pro, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for Final Cut Pro, like I'm t- like because I don't have an iPad Pro, I just have a regular iPad. But for me, getting a Pro, to me, it's just a bigger screen right now. There's nothing to it other than speed and and Face ID. It's not enough to sure. get me to change. But if they can get something some Pro apps in there. That, that could really utilize the power and Photoshop is already on its way and they already have logic in there in some ways I think they could do it. So that's me. Well, let's talk about the Mac So let's talk about changes on the Mac now. We just had a refreshed 16-inch Mac that seems to be getting pretty good reviews So for 2020 I can already tell you the one thing I'm looking forward to and I think this is something they've been needing to do for a while the iMac has to change design
1: Really? In what way?
0: So I need something. If you look at that XDR five thousand dollar display, imagine that being an iMac.
1: Oh, you're saying iMac specifically. I, I apologize. Right. I thought you meant Mac in general.
0: No, you, you buttard. I'm talking about <laughs> iMac. I said iMac right in the beginning too.
1: Yeah, you're right. All right. No, yeah, I would agree with that. It does. It needs to kind of match what this new kind of technology, this new look that the Mac Pro is is uh, emulating. I agree.
0: Cuz it looks nicer and it looks fancier and I think it's something that would look really cool on a desk. Very uh, that futuristic look that Apple ha- always had. And for right now, you know, it doesn't feel like that anymore with the iMac. The Mac Pro and the and the XDR display totally does. Even I would even say that the MacBook Pro a little bit does even the MacBook Air but I feel like the iMacs has been the same for so long that they need to change something in there I think a refresh design is the way to go for that at least that's the Mac product that I think this year they need to focus on and try to get more people to buy I mean don't get me wrong the iMac now is still great I mean as far as a great computer
1: right 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 but for
0: me it's like I haven't bought I have not bought a desktop iMac in since 2007 oh wow like it's been that long
1: yeah like, my current setup right now is I have the old Apple Thunderbolt display. And How'd you get I one of those? eBay. Jeez. <laughs> and Rich uh, I have it hooked up to a... Uh, no, dude, it was actually really cheap. And it's a beautiful display. It's huge, 27-inch. And I have it hooked up to an old MacBook Air. And I think I mentioned a couple episodes prior um, that I, wa- I am looking for a new computer. But since I have this display, I'm looking for an older Mac Mini just to be able to hook up to this because I don't really need a portable right now because I have my iPad, and all I need is really just this desktop because um, I'm not really going to bring my computer anywhere.
0: This brings you to a good idea. In a future episode, before you buy your computer, we should role play. That's right, everybody. Me and Tim oh, should role wow. play together. And the idea is that maybe I'm the specialist trying to sell you on the right Mac for you to buy. And I'm just going to use exactly how an Apple person would talk to you.
1: Yeah, I like that. All right, gonna, I, I'd be so down for that.
0: I am so down to role to play. Role play.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Now, do you have any any Mac? I I mean, I don't know if you really had an idea for a, a Mac product that you were thinking about changing at all or upgrading. I mean, to me, the obvious one is also for them to get a cheaper Mac.
1: I was. Uh, that's what I was going to go on lines with. Um, I need a an affordable model, kind of like very comparable to a, like a Chromebook. For Apple to kind of produce something like that, oh, we have We're a solution. Very... It's the iPad. Well, I know, I know, I know. See, and that—that's that's you. That would be your response because you're the guy that yeah, is saying that's the iPad replacing it. That's contradicting Yeah, but I just from it, it being is. a student, being a student, it's very expensive to purchase like a MacBook Pro or even like sometimes a MacBook Air, and you know, a lot of kids going into their freshman year of college because they want to like. It's almost like a social thing. They want to fit in, so they want these new technology, and everyone's going to be having an Apple computer at universities mostly. So I wish that Apple would come out with a, kind of like a very similar to the power of the MacBook, the twelve-inch, the eleven, twelve-inch model, but have that in a very cheaper model. And that's I the thing say. about
0: and that's the thing about Chromebooks. People are, are flocking to them just because of the price of them. But that it's was like 300 but, bucks. But it's man. different, it's, it's but it's so different easy. than Dell was back in the day, but still, even at where I work, they still want the Mac platform. They want that software, they want that hardware. They want that platform in there because there's barely problems with that you run into with them. And and that's why I like them so much. And I wish they would just find a way to get that MacBook Air down to a cheaper design. Yep. I really do. I, even if it comes yeah, to, I agree. I would sacrifice room storage just to give iCloud more iCloud storage. If needed, you know, it's just something.
1: And would it be crazy? Would it be crazy to say, like, they can use recycled material to make the Mac cheaper so they don't have to produce that, with their actual. That's basically
0: what an iPhone like model is. Like, that's like an SE was yeah. a perfect model for that. And speaking of that, what a segue because iPhone <laughs> was the next thing I was going to talk about for 2020. Now, the rumor already is that they're going to have this SE model come out yep. that's supposed to be $400 or something like that. Very, very cheap for people to buy and use. So, Tim, what does the twenty twenty iPhone need to be like? What is the feature that is going to change your mind on what you have right now?
1: So I have an iPhone 10 and I think the biggest feature I don't give two craps about 5G and whatever that's Neither going to I. be. So that doesn't really matter to me. But if they can showcase something that is at This three D or AR experience that is very similar to the lines of what Samsung and all those Android companies are doing that allows you to get that experience of these different AR environments within the iPhone within the Apple platform that'd be cool.
0: Are you talking about like what you see on the screen right now? Because they already do it. Like you could like like
1: take. No, like if you could buy like an accessory to put the phone into like with the goggles and stuff like that. We'll talk about
0: that when we have our, our, our new product ideas. Uh, yeah, like- as far as a phone goes, like for me, it's always about video for me with this and about camera for me because I use this as a camera as my wedding business. So I have justification of why I want to upgrade. I mean, I just spent, thir- I mean, thanks for a generous discount from the German Zoobs, I was able <laughs> to get my iPhone Apple Care and a case for about $1,300. And you got to remember this, that is how much the iPhone basically is without all the extra stuff changing this phone now is going to be very hard because I've already tested it out in a couple spots but after this weekend I'll have a better idea of what I'm uh, thinking of I don't know what they're going to be able to add into it. I mean the notch going away would be a big thing. I think that would be a nice sure, little sure. thing to get rid of that and just go forward without it but as far as like the physical phone goes I don't know what hardware feature they could add that would make me change it. I mean the camera did it. The bigger battery did it for a lot of people this year including me so maybe it could be that simple
1: yeah yeah but like that's that's what's so hard like where does like the innovation have a stalemate you know i mean like where is it stall you know there's only so much you could do with the these phones till the next big thing comes out
0: like even the touch id sensor built into the screen wouldn't make a difference for me oh no not not at all and you're out of 10 still which by the way you probably need to get a battery change soon
1: yeah, you're probably right. All right. I should check what the percentage is at.
0: Yep. Right now, iPhone, we really are kind of dumbfounded on what really could be added to it. I mean, other than the cheaper model, I think that I think for me that would be the bigger thing is that they have a cheaper model so everybody can have an iPhone, including someone like my mother-in-law who does not have an iPhone, still has a flip phone. That is something I think everybody needs.
1: every cheaper needs than that. the 699 price?
0: Oh, God, yes. Jesus. Yeah, it's expensive for a phone, dude. I mean, some people don't think that phones are that big of a deal. My mother-in-law would think I'm crazy buying this phone right now.
1: Oh yeah, thirteen hundred dollars is crazy. It's crazy but 699, 699 is kind of worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, it
0: can be. It depends on the person. But I don't, I still think a four hundred dollar phone is a good price for. But you know how Apple is. If they're not gonna make a cheaper iPhone, if they made a cheaper iPhone, they should make a cheaper Mac too. You know that You know what I'm saying. You feel me? You feel me? All right.
1: I feel you. All right. Uh, Just for anyone that cares, my Uh, percentage is at 92%.
0: Damn. You took really good care of your battery then. You're at 92%.
1: It's it's whatever. You know, I used to work at Apple. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 After that, he doesn't know anything that's going on in the world. All right. So the next thing is wearables. So I thought I'd combine everything that anything you wear in your ear, your neck, your wrist, your legs, anything doesn't matter what it is we call it under a wearable big year last year with the airpods getting a big upgrade the apple watch kind of stayed the same now last episode we talked about what we want different in each product and i said the apple watch needs a different design and that's still something i'm going to go with as far as a wearable goes the apple watch needs something different in design they have to include it some kind of sleep feature and they have to make the battery better and that and those are yeah, the biggest like battery better yeah, yeah the battery has to be better in this
1: yeah, I agree. They're not
0: going to get to that Fitbit level. There's just no way. But its design, I think, that needs to change, and the battery life needs to change. They need to be, I need to be able to wear this on my wrist at night, like at least once, and be able to go a whole day.
1: Ooh. What if they made like a model similar to like that Fitbit that's just like the cylinder type?
0: Well, they obviously have a pretty big battery in that cylinder because they have to... Yeah, accommodate it somewhere, thoughts. but also it doesn't do a lot of things, and it doesn't require it doesn't necessarily require an iPhone to be with you. I mean, with the Apple Watch, it doesn't necessarily need it, but the watch the phone has to be on and somewhere yeah. in your vicinity at least on. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. So every day on the bus, I listen to music or a podcast. I forget that I could just go on my watch, press the button, and just listen to a music or a podcast. I always go to my phone. I keep forgetting that, and my AirPods wirelessly connect. Oh, I go
1: to my watch. See,
0: I, I, I'm not in a rhythm yet for it. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm a failure. I'm a yeah. failure, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> is there something that? What is something that you need to change to 2020? What does Apple need to do to make you upgrade your watch or your AirPods?
1: Maybe like change the, the like the body design, and I'm not that part. Like, that's right. But like that's exactly different. what
0: I want. Like something. Yeah, that's exactly what I said.
1: No, I know, I know what you're saying, but like make it different colors. Make it different colors. Oh, yeah. Make it like, you know, etched with like designs in them. Like Apple can have like a design team design like different like you know, like caricatures in it. I, dude, if they came out with one with Mickey Mouse ears around I'd buy that in, a, in a sec- I'd be the first one in line at the Apple's. Nah, store, I think Tara
0: would be the first one in line. My wife will be the first one in line.
1: <laughs> I'll be the second one in line. I'll be fine with I that. I think it'd be fun I'll to, to watch you two fight. <laughs> like job, if they did like that's
0: WrestleMania that, with Tim when versus they, Tara. When
1: they came out with the uh, when they came out with the Nike Apple Watch, I was the first one in our Apple store to get it. Why? Because the Nike. I used to use the Nike. They had like a Nike Fitbit quote. I'm using air quotes that you can't see, and I use that all the time until I upgraded to my Apple, the first Apple Watch, and then I was like, wow, but I'm gonna miss this Nike watch because it just had all the running features in it, the whole running app of the Nike. It integrated with my it was phone. Is it, well, it not, really
0: worth it uh, to, up, to get out pay more money for that? That was just ridiculous. It,
1: well, at that time it was, and then they, a year later they're like, oh, you get everything now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But
0: There's no difference.
1: The difference at the time was you got the Nike watch faces. Whoa! You got the integrated Nike app. <laughs> I didn't care how much it costed. The fact that it was a Nike watch and it was an Apple watch and they were together, I bought it. So if you put freaking Mickey Mouse on there, dude, you got all my money. I like the
0: idea of having brands, but then they they're, they're going to have to start charging more for it in order to make up for the cost of putting like a Mickey on it. It had to be like an exclusive like limited edition like like Hermès right now. You know, Hermès yeah. stuff is really expensive. And and it's mostly the band. It's not so and then the watch face that goes with it, but beyond right, that, right, right. I think the brand idea would be it is a good idea, but I think it would knock the watch up expensive maybe too far the software changes that we need now is there something that we haven't talked about yet for, from a software standpoint is there something you want to add to your mac your iphone some kind of software and you kind of alluded to it with the ai
1: yeah yeah it's just like i want to be able to put on like a pair of glasses or you know like that's so a like, new product let's say, we're getting to
0: that point tim but let me get sorry to that. like
1: let's say like Apple's going into this direction of Apple Services, and you know, there's a rumor that there's going to be this all-encompassing one subscription, and you'll get all of them. You know, if they're focusing on like Apple Arcade, and they can now integrate these like AR capability games into the iPhone and into these quote-unquote glasses, what or what have you, that is next evolution stuff. That's at the palm of your hands in your iPhone. That'd be freaking awesome. Like I loved when they demoed uh, the Lego. Application using yep. AR yep. at the uh, one of the conferences, and that was just seeing that was just incredible. But imagine seeing that and having it be on your face, and you don't have to actually hold the phone up in directions and tilt it, get right angles. Imagine be able to just have it on your wear as a wearable. That's the thing about
0: AI is it looks cool when you use the phone and you kinda of move it around, but it's not something you're gonna want to do all the time. That that's
1: yeah, that. exactly.
0: It'd be cool for like games like if you're doing like a, a get together with friends and you guys could play a game that you could use, something like that. But you also have to find those yep. apps. And that's also very hard too. I don't think it's that easy to find apps that are AI. Can you search AI and find everything that you need? As far as software changes for me Uh, I really don't have much to really think of right now that I think they could add. So for 2020, now we're talking about a brand new product. Now, Tim, you've alluded to it for I don't know how long, the entire episode. What is it that you are looking (laughs) forward to in 2020 that Apple should produce?
1: AR smart glasses. Really, Tim?
0: I didn't catch that coming.
1: And, like, what can they call them? I don't know, like... I've heard the rumor that the operating system would be called ROS, like like reality OS, I guess, or whatever. But like, what could they be called? Like Apple Glass, Apple something. Apple Face mask. Know, like, Yeah. <laughs> Air Glass. I don't know. Air Glasses. So, I mean, something like that. That's next level stuff. If they're trying to make a entry into this market of AR, AI, and stuff like that. This is this is the right step in the direction, but they had to they had to hit it out of the ballpark, and it's got to go like 400 feet out of the ballpark. If you're taking a loyal group of people that you know are in this Apple community and they're kind of on the edge of their toes waiting for this next biggest AR innovation, Apple's got to be the the forefront for that. You
0: know, one of the pr- things I like the most is, and especially like the Mac Mini product, is that you can hook that up to your TV and kind of be your solution to everything on the screen. What I really would like is something like that where you can have a 57-inch television or, or, or a flat screen, whatever it has to be, a display, it doesn't matter what it is, and that they yep. can build a software that connects directly to your TV, it connects to all your streaming apps, but what I don't want to do is have to go to different apps to do different things. I want to have it all in one centralized search, a very smart one, not with a stupid remote either, uh, You know, to, <laughs> to, to, to do it all. So all I want to do is say hey blah do this and the flat screen just does it all. I feel like right now there's nothing out there that could really do it that well that could incorporate everything in your digital life. Now, I want to be I want to be able to like I want to be able to Final Cut Pro on that screen. I want to be I want to be able to anything watch television and connects to everything that I have. I want to try to find that all-in-one solution how the iPhone took a music player, a phone, and an internet communicator, and put it together as one device.
1: Yeah, I like that. And
0: that's something we don't have. And I really hope that Apple is the – no, I don't say it. Apple is the brand that could do something like that. But there's such a bad competition with everybody out there because everyone's got their own ideas with Google. I mean, 2007, that wasn't like this. Apple just took all of their core products and took products that really weren't doing that well and just created something completely new. And that's what I really want them to do. And I want to be able to do it in the home.
1: Why can't a like a Mac Mini or you know a Mac Pro because or, it's,
0: because of the I, OS? It's not a, it's not an OS that works that well. If I do, I, I barely use Siri on my Mac. In fact, I barely use that at all because there's first off, it's hiding in the corner. It's I wish I could just say, "Hey Siri" and do it. It would be much better uh, that I could do that, but it doesn't really have that feature built into it. So I, I, there's stuff missing, and I think the OS needs to be better. It's, it just looks like a desktop screen.
1: Sure. yeah, yeah. And I had yeah, to, and I, I had to I, I go on the that.
0: web, I had to go to direct TV. I had to like I have to do too many steps.
1: right. Like what you're describing is possible. It's just not as user friendly and intuitive. Correct. And
0: that's what I'm looking forward to. So yeah. I don't think that's coming out this year, but hey, God can hope, you know Sure. That's our 2020 predictions for Apple, what we think is going to go on this year. But also, we wanted to address our former colleagues working at the Apple stores right now Of uh, what ideas we think that the Apple store could do to make their experiences better in 2020. Now, Tim and I were not around for the 2019. I basically was there for a month before I left Apple. And they just implemented the new system, how they did the times of quoting repairs but i was there for like two weeks before that i left for that now what can they do in 2020 that would make it better for your experience now one of the things i said people come into the store all the time for simple swaps like keyboards mouse cable swaps are probably the biggest thing i wish there was a way that you could just get do that all online And then Apple either just sends you the cable or the replacement based on a conversation or maybe even if you take a picture and send it to the chat or something of the condition of the cable, and every cable has a serial number built on it, that's how you confirm it's a real one, and then they send you the replacement overnight, or you go to the Apple store to pick it up without having an appointment or having to talk to anybody.
1: Yeah, that'd be a great idea. I'm not sure why they don't do that. That seems like an easy thing. So they kind of
0: do that now. Well, they, they give you like five to ten minute wait appointments, but you're still spending 20 to 25 minutes just to get a cable swap, you know, sure. bottom line. And they have they may not even have the cable you're even looking for, too. So that that avoids that problem as well. So I kind of like the idea. It's interesting
1: that they they allow you to send out your Beats from home and then you only have to go into the store and pick up the new Beats or your repaired Beats. You know, why can't they just do that with the power adapters or with the – USB cables. I mean, that. they want
0: someone to physically look at it. But for me, I would like the idea of someone being able to either go online, say, hey, if you need your cable swap, here's a faster way. Or here's how the Genius Bar is changing based on we don't even need to see you.
1: Yeah, but isn't that the same variability with the Beats? Like, well, the I can of the do Be- it,
0: like the watch. As an example, you send your watch out after they send you the watch, but it depends on the issue that you're having. See, the issue Uh, makes the difference of what you're having. Beats go out no matter what. Watches go out no matter what. But the watch is a little different only because, let's say it's physical damage, well, then you got to pay for it anyway. So they might as well send you the watch first and then give you the... yeah. So there are certain situations I think that works. But that's one of the things I thought. And this was something I really want them to do because I feel the creative team is completely underutilized for this, but I wanted to bring back one to one for new purchases, getting free sessions of help, maybe only two or three, and they're a half hour long. But that convinces people to go to an Apple store and buy it there. Because I hear every day at work people are technically challenged for a lot of stuff. It's amazing how people don't even know they have a backup, even though they're backing up the last like year. How many times so, you hear that?
1: Yeah, yeah, no of course. But so like what they would Go for a free session, and then if they like that session, they can then pay for the additional session.
0: I didn't want there's no payment. It would just oh, no be, payment at, all. No payment at all. You buy an Apple product, you get to have a session that you book online, just like how one to one was. You come in for the half hour and you learn in a one to one setting, but you only get three options within three months or something. It's, it's, it's very limited. Just to get the idea of people to go into an Apple store to buy it there. Because let's say if you buy it somewhere else, well, that option is not available to you.
1: Yeah, and I, I would say to, you know, re- rebut back to you, is that the Apple answer to your demand or your your want is, well, they'll go to personal setup to set up the device, and then it's a the responsibility of the per- the employee at personal setup to educate them about further but that's uh, changed opportunities. But that's
0: changed too because personal setup is really the customer setting it up and doing it all themselves and only asking questions when they do it. It's not hands-on. You're not supposed to touch yeah. it. It's something that's missing that really made the Apple Store special was that one-to-one and that helpful experience where now it's becoming more like an assembly line. I feel like there's not much of a personalization to it and I think that's more on how the people are being trained. Not so much much on that, which ties into my next thing about Apple Store changes in 2020. Send the geniuses back out for training because Lord knows a lot of them need it. And I'm not going to judge anybody in our store who's a genius. I went out there in the very last wave when I was allowed to work on a certain type of Apple product where I had to take apart everything where now this Mac, it's like five parts where everything used to be 15 (laughs) parts. Everything's five parts now. Right, right, right. You know, and honestly... People break those Macs a lot. I'm sure they do. And for me, work you can't even work on a machine, be scared to break it. You know, I'm sure now they probably have to do that in the store. They have to give them a machine to work on. There's no way they don't. But do they have, like, the older MacBook Airs? Do they have the older ones that are still able to be repaired? Like, that's what I'm talking about.
1: I don't think so. Yeah, no. And it's not it's-
0: not just the current stuff, but the old stuff, too. And that's what Genius Training did. Not to mention, I think it makes you want to stay longer.
1: Yeah, because you, that's an incentive, right? Like, well, you being able well, to Well, I mean, go you go out. out
0: there, you could quit in two weeks, but I think, you know, for your experience, you're going to want to make the most of it. And honestly, a company paid $20,000 for you to go out there and learn yeah. at least a year. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and my last thing for Apple Store changes in 2020, and this has a lot to do with the keyboard repair, sending more things out to our depot for repairs. For those who don't know, a lot of Macs or used to be, sent out for repairs because it's easier to do it at a facility than it is to do it in-house. Now, in like countries like Canada, they do everything in-house, yep. where in, yep. in the United States, we have these facilities that would do the repair and get it back to you in three to five days, the same turnaround time that we gave in the store anyway.
1: Yeah. So yeah. for
0: me, they gotta get back to that, but right now with those new keyboard program and the battery program that they have out, they're doing everything in house, and that to me is crazy. They, they, yeah. they have to hire more geniuses to do that. And I can tell you, based on my conversations I had, it doesn't sound like they're getting them a lot of time. Like I talked about the, the quote turnaround time to get keyboard I was just time gonna ask that. is yeah. crazy.
1: What is it? It's high. Do you remember? Two weeks yeah. at least. Jeez. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine fielding Two weeks that without your computer, conversation. Guys.
0: <laughs> and no loaner program on top of it. So, yeah. So that's why. Th- so those are yeah. So those are a couple of things I think they need to work on in the store, and that and that ties in all areas of the business. You talk about sales, offering these sessions, Genius Bar improving, you know, creatives getting more opportunities to do more things and more passion to make you want to stay in Apple. Because I was there for eleven years, folks. And that was during the times when they had all these kind of things. Now they don't.
1: Yeah, do you, yeah, man. Yeah, you've seen it all. Like
0: I used to be able to pull a cable off the wall and just give it to somebody and just replace the wire. Now I can't even do that anymore, especially if I didn't have anything in stock. Like you're telling me, I can't. I can't send someone home with a wire. Like screw yeah. that. I'm just gonna go to the wall and grab it. Yeah. You know what other retail store does that? That's pretty cool. How cool is that? We get to do that. <laughs>
1: Big part of what Angela did into uh, enhancing the retail experience in an Apple store is kind of changing the layout of what the store looks like. Um, so for a lot of the newer stores, they have this newer layout, but it gets a little confusing. Like to when she explains it to an Apple employee, we're all like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh that that's great. Yeah, like this is really laid out. You know that it should go there. Like the flow is gonna be a lot nicer." But to a customer, they don't know that. Right, It's just, it's so, it's always so busy in a store and it's overwhelming that they can't decide where everything is because they change out the store again. And, you know, how annoying was it to be on point in an Apple store, a Genius Bar on point and saying like, oh yeah, I checked you in, go all the way back past three tables, sit on the right (laughs) side of the wall and, you know, face, face the accessories or something like that, you know, like, And then you always just see people with the wandering eyes and the wandering heads, and it's it's ridiculous. Why can't there be dedicated sections in a store? And I understand not all stores are the same layout, not all stores are the same size, but like it used to literally say genius bar at the back. Yep. Well, like like I understand you're going for more of this, and I'll get to my uh, another point later. But you're going for more of this like community aspect. It's a learning. Experience. It's not really a retail store. You know, you're going there to learn. You're going there to get service. Um, you know not go into there to purchase things. It's not. It's an all-encompassing thing. It's not something that should have like aisles and sections and stuff like that. But I hope with this this new woman who is in that she will kind of go back to the a little bit of the old ways and maybe just have some labels somewhere. Like I'm just talking like maybe in the two top right corners of the back wall that says Genius Bar, something like that. I don't know. But I mean, they have the. G- I
0: mean, and now even the other stores, it's even more confusing because now you have the Genius Grove. You know, I mean, the yes. pl- the plants could help you out a little bit. Maybe it's a very recognizable pr- part, but not every. You're right. Not every Apple store is the same. One Apple, like if I, if you went to Freehold, like I did this weekend, to pick up my phone, and then you go to Fifth Avenue, it's just completely different.
1: You know, yeah, no matter exactly. how you
0: look at it, and that's and that's sad because that's a store that needs a change. Like a it god. It just needs awful a new change. store. They need a new <laughs> store. Don't get me on But that. yeah, I
1: mean like you go in you go in any Target, you go in any Walmart, they all almost generally look the same, you know, and you know where things are gonna be. You kind of want that experience for an Apple store. Right. And that's just that's just my two cents. And I, I'm sure I'm speaking now from more of a customer side versus an employee side because I'm on the customer side now. My other thing is because I'm I'm cheap. Why yeah, can't they sell true. refurbished stuff in the that's store? That's a good point.
0: You know, I didn't think of that. But that's um, a really good point.
1: You know, like I, whenever customers come in, they would always ask, like, "Oh, like, do you have any deals? You know, do you ever offer like refurbished products?" And you kind of had to frame it, like, "Yeah, we do offer refurbished products and select, you know, Apple products, but that is can only be purchased online." But you can pick you it know, up in why the store. It have to be? So that is right, an right. option. You can pick it up in the store. But you're talking about yeah. for the yeah, wandering
0: customer that just comes in looking for a customer. i trying to buy a phone something for my daughter there.
1: and stuff. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to buy her a brand new iPhone 8. I want to buy her a used iPhone 6 yep. or something like that. Or not a used. I should rephrase a refurbished. They should, you know, and I'm not saying they should have full stock of refurbished products of all their entire refurbished store. But if they have stock of some d- items, then yeah, go for it. And to go along with that, why can't you trade your MacBook in store for mm-hmm. your Macs in store? That's true. Um, that's always a disconnected process when you're coming to the store because a lot of people just assume that you can actually bring your old Mac in, trade it in, get a gift card, and then buy and put that gift card toward the purchase of a new Mac. It's not possible, folks. I explain it endlessly to all my friends that contact me about getting MacBooks. Um, you do have to trade it in online. You have to send it out on your own. They, they send you a send box. S- no,
0: they send you a box. Yeah, you, you can box. request
1: a box. Yeah, yeah. They send you a box. Um, so
0: they send you a box. You ship it out. You don't know. the. You get an estimated value before you yes. send it out. Yep. And there's no guarantee that's the value because obviously you're explaining the value based on what you see. And when it yep. goes out there, you may not get that value. Now, I'm not going to lie either. It's not that great of a deal. They Compared to the iPhone, they do a different thing with the iPhone than they do with the Macs. It goes to a different company. I, I, I'm pretty confident of that. And they don't give that much back for it. It's really yeah, they, not. Yeah, it's right. really not a good offer. And that, and you know what? Just to tie into that, they should do a monthly thing for Macs, just like they do iPhone with the iPhone upgrade program. Why not have a Mac upgrade program put into place?
1: Ooh, there's idea, light bulb. Yeah,
0: I just had a light bulb, bulb go <laughs> in my head, baby, right above my my awesome, awesome black hat.
1: Black, black, baby.
0: Yeah. Um, but yo, yeah. yo, yo! This is Willy, Willy thinking of ideas. <laughs>
1: When they came out with the whole robots, I forget his name, Liam or Liam or Liam Neeson robot thing, that came out and it tore apart those iPhones, and they would use them as recycled parts, and you know they emphasize the idea of recycling your your old technology and stuff like that. Um, you know, they almost it's almost hypocritical if they don't accept all of their technology in the store to recycle. You can. By all means, go to the Apple store and drop off your old MacBook, but you're not getting money for it. You can just hand it in to properly recycle it. But yeah, they need to change that. And my last point, I kind of alluded to before, should they really change it calling an Apple store?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: they technically don't call it an Apple store. They call it like Apple Fifth Avenue. Yes. Apple, Apple Quaker Bridge. Yeah. So Quaker they bridge.
0: don't call it Apple Store or Quaker Bridge anymore. Right? But Correct. there's
1: still like the tie to it that it's a store. You know, should they add, like, a, a, another name to it, like, you know, Apple Fifth Community, Apple Fifth App Community? Oh, I hope they don't do that.
0: That's a terrible I name. I don't know. Tim, S- you're making <laughs> terrible ideas.
1: Well, something like that, because, like like I'm describing, like, it's not like a Walmart or Target where you know where everything is. It's now a, a place that you go to to learn something new, to purchase a new product, to get service on your current products, like that. It's not a store. It's something else, and I'm not sure what to describe it. It's a building. It's a I don't, I don't know. It's not a store. I'll tell you that. And I think that's why they don't call well, it Apple Store. Because people anymore. buy stuff there. Right, but that's that's a small part of it.
0: But to me, I don't think the name change I, – I don't see that name change ever happening. I mean, they, they, they it's not called Apple Store anymore, but I hate to say it. It's been around since 2001. It's kind of been brained in our heads to call it an Apple Store. I will never say, yeah. oh, I'm going to Apple Fifth Avenue. I'm going to Apple Store on, at 5th Avenue or, or it's going to be something right. like that it's very hard to kind of change people's perception and they're trying everything they can to do that I mean obviously when you go to an Apple store all you see is a big Apple logo you don't see you know anything else or even if they have the words Quaker Bridge on top or even like instead of having the Apple logo get rid of that Ooh, put the word of yeah. the name of the store or put say the it. Apple logo and then put light up and then say Quaker Bridge on it Ooh, that's a good idea, Will.
1: See? Oh my god.
0: This black hat is giving me powers <laughs> of ideas. Oh my hell. Yeah, remember, remember yo, we used yo, to get the yo, t-shirts? I'm thinking of awesome things. <laughs> Dope. Yo, did you
1: see this ring? That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the cowboys didn't get this here. Ah. Ooh. <laughs>
0: McCarthy! <laughs> Yeah, you're done. Okay, so that uh, for done. that comment, you're not talking anymore. That is our episode <laughs> this week for 2020. Tune in for us for next week, but make sure you check us out again on our Facebook, Twitter, and our Instagram. And we are going to try to do more YouTube videos for 2020, and we are planning a film shoot coming up very soon. Hopefully, we'll have that up very soon. Tim, any last words about my uh, black yeah.
1: hat? No, the black hat looks awesome. Mm-hmm. It's brought out a real... real- Different spirit in Will tonight. I always encourage anywhere you listen to a podcast, you can always find a Think Different podcast. Uh, Will is making faces into the camera. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there.
0: We are there. We are everywhere. I mean, honestly, you cannot miss us. But also leave us a review or any feedback anywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, anywhere you want to check us out. We are there. So, everybody, take care. Have a great weekend. Take care and have a great weekend. Go Texans. Peace out. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.